welcome to Actually Authentic. This is Maria. And this is Liv. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about The Bachelorette because we kind of introduced it last week because we were both really into it and we decided just to make a whole episode dedicated to Bachelorette gossip. (laughs) Yeah, we love The Bachelorette. When me and Maria lived in the same town, we started watching it together. We watched Tasia's season and then Mike's season. So, or not Mike, it was uh, Matt. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) No, I just saw like, I don't know if Mike's from uh, which season. Mike is also a Bachelor contender. And I saw on Instagram that somebody's like, he should be the next Bachelor. And I totally agree. But anyways, (laughs) we're basically going to recap the current season, which is um, Katie's who. Yeah, which she made it pretty far on Matt James season, but I just think that they weren't like, um, I saw them more as like, they'd have a really good friendship, I guess, with the way they vibed and stuff, yeah. um, but like, she made it really, really far. Yeah, I always really liked her. Like, she's a really good person, really sweet. I just feel like he didn't have those feelings for her, which was kind yeah. of sad. I know, because she's so awesome. <laughs> Yeah, she was the contestant that was super, like, sex positive and kind of, I don't know, everybody just really ended up resonating with that, and she stood up for, like, Sarah, who was getting dogged on, because, I don't know, the girls were kind of toxic in the house a little bit during Matt James' season, so, like, everybody, like, once she got sent home, everybody was, like, she became a fan favorite, so, yeah, yeah. I feel like she's very likable, and in the house, she seemed like the one that tried to keep the peace and be kind to everyone 24-7. But yeah, a lot of the girls in the house didn't like her for that. But us as viewers, we saw like, yeah, that's the right thing to do. Everyone else is crazy. Right. Everybody else is toxic and just wanted to like, I feel like hide that they were being rude. Even if they like, I don't know, regretted doing it. They didn't want it like in the spotlight that they were mean. So, but it's kind of like consequences. And like she said, and like, she's like karma. Like I, like it's, it, you know, you got to be careful about what you say and what you, how you treat people, especially on you know, when camera's on you, so, but, um, yeah, so she was chosen as the bachelor, and I actually love it, because I feel like she's very mature, um, like, in the past seasons, ever since I felt like, feel like Becca was, um, the bachelor, and from, like, after her season and on, I feel like they've chosen really young contestants that weren't actually ready for an engagement, but, like, got the offer, and, like, maybe thought they could just, like, I don't know, either they thought they were ready or they knew they weren't ready but like they wanted to be the bachelor bachelorette so it's actually really nice seeing somebody who's like a very mature and I don't know oh yeah um, I guess she's 30 years old yeah because ultimately the bachelor franchise was originally for that 30 and over group like people who they started like casting these really young people which I'm totally like I'm not obviously I'm only like 22 like I get it like I have nothing against like that generation because I'm in that generation but I feel like there's so many bachelor and bachelorettes that they've chosen and I'm like dude like okay you're like you're obviously like a grounded person at least to an extent from what we can tell so like you still have plenty of time to like go out and like go through the seat and find somebody I feel like what like ABC family needs to do with the bachelor bachelor and I feel like what they've started doing is grounding it back to the people who have already tried dating out in the real world 
and like it just hasn't happened for them so I feel like it is for that older like you know not super super old but those more like mature people that are in their 30s and like are great people but just haven't found their match yet so which I think is really good because I'm looking at the contestants or like the guys who are on the show the youngest one is 25 and the oldest is 36 and they all range between there so I feel like it is a pretty good range yeah I think so too and they kind of did it Tasia as well as in their 30s so they just have been up hill climb I think so it's nice (laughs) oh yeah and I guess something new about this season is we have a different host (laughs) Right, Harrison is gone. gone. And the hosts are Tasia, and I don't remember. I believe they've both been bachelorettes, I'm assuming, because I know Tasia, but the other girl, I don't remember her name. I just, I started watching during Ari season, so I don't, I don't remember who she is. So it's Tasia Adams and Caitlin Bristow or Bristow? Okay, okay, that sounds familiar. Why do I feel like that sounds familiar? And it's kind of funny to me. Like, I know they're both hosts, but I feel like Tasia talks more. Have you? Yeah, I I feel like, I don't know. I I don't know. I'm assuming Caitlin's older than her, but I don't know. I feel like Tasia is an old soul. (laughs) I don't know. I know she's in her 30s, but I feel like she's really, really an old soul. So I don't know. She has always seemed like this very, like, put together, like, let, let me give you my wisdom let me help you out um and I do think that um Caitlin had helped um at least with like this past episode I was listening to the bachelor like ABC family podcast on one of Becca's um stories and she was um Tasia was talking about how Caitlin did help um Katie with certain things with like when it came to Thomas and we'll get into that with this past week's episode as we do a recap and stuff but I think that maybe she just did like less off the camera help. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Maybe she works with um, Katie a little more than Tasia does. Yeah, because that's kind of the way that Tasia made it sound. Um, but I would like to think that they probably both contributed pretty evenly because I don't think that one towers over the other, at least like from what I've seen so far. But I also like that I feel like in the first episode, they were like all giddy and girly and I wasn't like really vibing with it because Chris just normally like would yeah. kind of go off and do his thing you know what I mean <laughs> bachelorette because I feel like you want the bachelorette to be the star of the show so if there's two other really pretty women in dresses as well it's kind of like eh. yeah so I like what they're doing now it's like they're not trying to take up the spotlight like they still wore really pretty dresses did their makeup looked great but they weren't wearing like bright colors or short kind of scandalous dresses I I don't really get that from them now which is really good and that's kind of what I was scared of when I heard that they're gonna switch um hosting yeah and I also didn't want them to be so excited about being hosts that they were like going out of their way to shine I don't know how to explain that but not that they like mean it in a bad way but I understand what you mean just because like Chris Harrison like has really set the tone and like that's what you kind of expect is you know the host isn't there to be in the spotlight they're there to be basically a companion to the journey when that when the like the star of the show 
or the, you know, the bachelor, bachelorette really need them. So like, even like in the recent years, I feel like Chris Harrison slowly has backed up a lot and just let them like when they needed him, he, they, he would show up, but they do get a lot of support, even from like the producers and stuff that are, and people that are filming right then and there. So I don't think that the host, um, I, I feel like the vibe has kind of changed where it's not such a prominent role, which is really how it should be because it is about the bachelor bachelorette and their journey it's not about the host so I think that they did a really good job um about like after the first episode kind of like lingering back and being that voice when to, for Katie when she needed it rather than just like being there yeah yeah I think they did do a great job I'm really happy with how it is now and I really like the kind of dates that they're planning yeah because I think the host has some say like yeah. the with planning those so I think they're doing a really good job so far. Yeah, and I do really want to commend them because honestly, like stepping into Chris Harrison's shoes and after all the drama and stuff, that's probably like a lot of pressure for them. You know what I mean? And they probably were really worried about getting like maybe all this like judgment from the fans like, oh, you're not hosting well enough. Or, you know what I mean? So, you know, because there are people yeah. kind of like that, you know, with every show when something changes. So I do want to commend them on like their performance so far and how well they've done um from what I've seen so far with like Katie and hosting and stuff so props to them like having the guts to go and like do that (laughs) and Caitlin you guys are awesome (laughs) but do you want to give like a little recap on kind of like the first few weeks and then talk more in depth about this past week so here's what I remember there's been I think three dates one of the dates was when they were talking in a circle and being super open and honest. Mm-hmm. One of the group dates. Date. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking about all the group dates. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You can. Do you remember all the one on one dates? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. I'll talk about the group dates so far. So that one was really fun. All the guys were talking, opening up. Katie opened up with some really deep stuff. So if you're interested, I would definitely watch. Um, and I think on that date is when everyone started feeling a little bit of beef towards Thomas, which yeah. was one of the contestants. He's 28, a real estate broker from California. Um, and I feel like when he was talking and opening up, they didn't feel like he was being authentic as everyone else was. And you guys can be the judge of that. Like, I recommend watching it yourself. But I thought that was a really interesting episode um another group date was the mud wrestling and there was a argument there too <laughs> but right. with different guys there's a different drama filled argument Aaron and Cody yeah which oh okay I don't know how much I like Aaron if I'm being honest no I don't think I really liked either of them so basically they knew each other from um San Diego so they're both from like the same like they know each other I don't know if they went to high school or same job or something they knew each other pretty well and they both didn't like each other and so like I don't know (laughs) yeah I don't know I feel like I don't really remember their beef or what happened exactly, but Aaron kind of said that, like, he's, I don't know, Aaron was basically saying that Cody was, like, macho macho and acted like he was a good guy when he wasn't. I feel like that's kind of, like, the gist of how he felt about him. Yeah, but now I'm, like, I don't know if I believe Aaron, because I feel like he just likes getting mad at people. Yeah, I, okay, this is what me and Brandon were talking about, and, you know, obviously it's a well-known fact that they basically have, like, a limited amount to drink, but, 
enough that if they chose to, like, they're not forced to drink on the show, as you know, like, Zach from Tasha's season is sober, so, like, he didn't drink anything, but, like, there is that option, I think, of them. They don't, I think they only serve an X amount of drinks, but it's enough that if the contestant would like to cap off their amount, they get tipsy. So, I think with Aaron, I feel like he's not a very good drunk or not a very good tipsy. I don't know, because all the guys that I've seen that like get like that like oh they're fine one minute during the day like they're not bad and then like the cocktail party comes around and you're like what the heck happened within like the last 10 hours dude like (laughs) so I do think I do think he is more of an angry like macho I don't know vibe or like I don't know dominance over situations which can be good and bad but I don't think that drinking helps but I don't really yeah (laughs) yeah the only thing that I'm like I feel like he's just that way in general is because during the mud wars like they weren't drinking but he was getting really weird and then afterwards like I don't know I'm not a fan of him I'm not a fan of Aaron Cody I didn't really it was give or take so I wasn't too heartbroken that she sent Cody home um and then the third date that they had was what was it was the one I was just talking about uh, so it was the mud day. It was oh, it's the food tasting, which was the oh yeah, last week one. Yeah, this one was actually really fun to watch, where they had to just do a lot of like dares. But I also felt really bad for the guys. But it was fun, a funny watch. You guys should definitely watch that one too. They actually had a lot of fun. No drama on the group date during the activity until later on at the night. They were talking about um, Thomas again because they still thought that he wasn't genuine and they just didn't like him they thought yeah. he was fake and I felt like I, I did really like because um so the food tasting one and kind of like the it was like truth or dare challenges basically so mm-hmm. that was in this past week's episode so this week's episode was basically um like when we're recording this like if you just watched it on Monday or Tuesday so basically it um there was a roast I think it started with the finishing of a rose ceremony I'm pretty sure um and then it went to the group date and then it went to cocktail party and another rose ceremony because I think the week before they had multiple group dates so they had two group dates and then two one-on-ones so they kind of I don't know it depends on if you, I don't know if you watch it can it can be mixed up it's not necessarily always so conform to specific dates on each um episode but like during the week basically they have x amount of group dates and x amount of one-on-ones but um so basically that was that and then it had the cocktail or like the I guess the evening like party with the group date people and then it went into the cocktail party um which if you don't know the cocktail party is basically when everybody in the house is is there to have cocktails and meet with Katie and whereas like the group dates you know you have your group day activity and then you have the group day and just Katie and basically it's like a mini cocktail party um yeah that happened this past week but like the drama with um 
I guess the yeah the drama has been with Thomas before the drama and like week two I forget who it was I'm totally forgetting his name but he was the one that was like a I don't know some sort of motivational speaker I think oh, is yes. what I'm talking about so yeah, she sent Carl. him home yeah Carl is that who it was so she had sent him home and so like everybody's like oh everybody's great in the house but then it as Maria said like in that one group date then Thomas didn't really open up and was kind of like surface level like I don't know with opening up about things which I mean open up with what you're comfortable about, about in a like a group setting but everybody was just getting really deep and really comfortable and he just wasn't so that's when like Thomas kind of became the next like I <sighs> bad guy you know what I mean I guess in the house or like I don't know and sometimes I feel like in the house it depends like sometimes there's always a bad guy and sometimes like there's a couple in the beginning of the season and then it kind of like calms down typically but so basically though with this week's group date um they had the taste testing and then it went into um the basically evening party with just the group date people with Katie and Thomas was not on this group date and apparently all the guys like knew each other really well and it was actually like all of them were really close on this date which I think is why it was such a good group date and the, like the activity was so fun was yeah. because like they all got along really well but um one of the guys his name is Trey and he was basically talking about how he wanted to like open up about something that Tom and ha Thomas had said because on before they left for the group date like that morning they had asked Thomas okay like because everybody just kind of got like sketchy vibes from him and I don't know things started surfacing where he would say one thing and then the other and it just kind of seems like he's putting on this facade of perfection or just kind of like telling people what they want to hear and um basically Trey was like I want to tell you know he basically admitted to thinking about being wanting to be the bachelor and how he said well if all else fails basically I'm here on here for followers he went on a date the week before he left which we all know what that means like these days I feel like it's just like he probably put out you know what I mean <laughs> like I don't know that's just kind of like what do you what are you going to do on a you know on a who knows how long he was dating that girl if it was a one-time thing or what but yeah um, I'm not necessarily saying anything but yeah I kind of have mixed feelings on Thomas like I don't think he deserves as much hate as the guys gave him and honestly I feel like the guys kind of bullied Katie into sending him home and I'm mm -hmm. sure well I don't know honestly but I bet some of the guys there had the same thoughts too they just weren't open about it right so I think it's hard to actually know if he actually felt that connection with her at, yeah. was at that point right but, well yeah you know and I think a lot of that was just the mindset he had before. I don't think he expected to like from kind of what he's what at least the camera showed didn't seem like he was expecting to actually like connect with Katie. I think he was just on there to kind of like, I don't know, boost his career or like and that's maybe the tensions he had. Um, and what this is where I'm weird. What makes me weird about Thomas is okay, he went on a date like right before, like whether they did anything or not, like you still went on a date, like I mean, I'm not putting, you know words into anybody's mouth but he did he said I went on a date right before this and the fact that you know he obviously was thinking to an extent about the bachelor which I think I mean is a possibility for everyone but that's definitely off you know off the charts right or off of the table now because he said it so but um I think yeah for me the main thing with Thomas is the fact that he had a date right before um and then suddenly like he comes in and suddenly now he's so in love with her so 
like at least with me like I'm very intentional person so when your intentions don't seem so pure when you come into it and your heart doesn't really seem into it I don't know I'm just like okay how how much can your perspective change in two weeks when you've only seen her probably like really a couple times you know what I mean yeah she seemed really torn up about it but yeah I definitely don't think he's like the worst guy in the world I don't I think he went about the experience a little wrong but I don't I want to say he's an evil person yeah yeah and I feel like a lot of the guys that were really vocal about him I just don't like either like I feel like like I was saying Aaron really bugs me I kind of want him to be gone soon right um (laughs) and I mean Trey is fine I don't love his attitude (laughs) yeah I feel like he gets really like flustered like I don't know when he's like oh yeah you you messed with me man no no, most people don't know how to manipulate me and I'm just like dude like calm down like I mean like like I do think Thomas has some things to work through because I don't really believe in acting perfect like and putting up a facade I I don't think that's authentic and you know as you know our podcast is all about authenticity so (laughs) I think you know I I think if I were Thomas and I had had that mindset and if he had had a change of mindset of coming in he actually fell in love with Katie and like wanted to actually try in the experience and wasn't just looking at all like the potential perks per se that he could have then he should have gone up to her up and been up very upfront about how his mindset was before the show because I feel like he had people had to dig at it like he had to be asked certain questions by the guys he had to be put in a situation in a group date whereas like the first the first night she's like if you were not here for me leave he didn't know her then and he didn't leave so but he wasn't really there for her you know what I mean (laughs) from his own explanations at least from what and I mean the cameras cut things a certain way but from what I've seen that's how I've perceived it so again I don't think he's a horrible guy but I think that if his mindset had changed he should have been really really upfront, and rather than having to basically oh now the cat's out of the bag now I need to go talk to her yeah that makes sense how do you feel about like Trey bringing up um because he's the one who brought up like the Thomas admitted to wanting to possibly be the bachelor like uh, after the group day activity so like how do you feel about Trey like bringing that up (sighs) I don't know I'm kind of mixed when I was watching it with my mom and Dallin they were both on Andrew S's side, the one who said, don't do it. Like, you're just going to ruin her night and ruin things, which did happen. He was right. So I think I'm more leaning on that side, but I understand both. Mm-hmm. Like, if a guy isn't there, she did ask them, like, tell me if you don't think he's here for the right reasons. Right. Which they did, but he wasn't even on that date, and it wasn't causing an issue at that date. Right. I don't know. I just think it caused a lot of drama and a lot of lost time for some of the guys. And right. it hurt her a lot, but some would argue that she needed to know at that moment. But I don't right. know. I think the only reason why I think that Trey did the right thing was because he got the group date rose from him telling her. Because, yeah. like, you yeah. know what I mean? I think that's a deciding factor for me, like, seeing from her perspective. Like, like, I think that's, like, like, yeah, you could save the evening, but also, like, I guess from the perspective of the guys, you only get to see Katie probably, like, five hours during the week, and so maybe Trey thought, okay, this is my chance to, like, 
share to her what's been kind of going on if nobody else is going to. So maybe that was part of it, but you know, and he does seem to have like a very protective kind of personality. So, and I think she does have a really good group of guys. Like they yeah. kind of band together and want to help her and make sure that, you know, she finds love. I think she does have a quite a selfless group from what I've seen so far, Yeah. because I don't think that there's been lots of, oh, my time, her time, my time, your time. Like there hasn't been a lot of that because sometimes during the, especially during the guy season, it can get kind of like, oh, well, well, my relationships, all that matters. And I don't care about any of the guys, but in reality, it's like, you're more than likely not, you are one out of 30 chance of her, of being chosen by her. So like, I think it's important to create relationships in the house. So I think all the guys have a very well-balanced relationship with each other um, overall from what I've seen. And so I think that maybe it comes from like a protective way, but the only reason why I think Trey did do the right thing was because she kind of validated him doing the right thing by giving him that group date rose. Yeah, I guess she really appreciated it, which is good. I mean, you can have your own opinions on the matter. So as right. long as, I don't know, it ended how it ended. Right. And I do think that, again, I do think that the uh, I do agree with you that I do feel like the guys kind of like all gained on Thomas, but if Trey wouldn't have said anything, I truly believe that she would have eventually figured it out that maybe he wasn't for her. Because if something like that, being told something like that, and she sent him home, I don't think that he would have been like necessarily like the one ultimately. I think he would have gone like maybe like two more weeks, maybe three. But because she did really like him. But like you said, you know, there's different opinions, different aspect, like perspectives, but I think that we all need to remember everybody's human and like the producers cut things on these reality TV shows, how they want you to see them as well. So, yeah. And he was one that she had a strong connection with, but there's still a lot of guys that I feel like she's clicking with really well. Yeah. Like her first one-on-one I think was with Greg. Yeah, it was with Greg. Yeah, we can kind of start talking about the one-on-ones. Um, Greg, they went fishing, and they actually, we find out, they actually both lost, both lost their dads, which I think is, like, so sad and romantic all at the same time. <laughs> oh, that, that was really sad, and yeah, it was a really emotional one. It was just sad to see her, it was sad and happy to see her doing things that she would do with her dad with him. But I actually really like Greg. <laughs> yeah, me too. He's probably honestly my favorite. And he's 27 and he, all his siblings are married. And he was actually really shy. And she, during the first night, she was like actually really digging on him. She's like, I think he's really, really sweet. So Yeah, and I feel like he's one of the better looking ones too. Yeah. Did he get the first impression, Rose? It might have been him. I think he might have. I think he did because I remember him saying, oh, yeah, I got the first impression, Rose, and now I get the first one-on-one. So I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, and then another date she had was with Michael. Yes. Is that, because she only had two one-on-ones, right? Yeah, those are the only two I remember. I think that's all that she's had so far. And Michael's 36. Is he the oldest? I think he is. Yeah, he is. He's the business owner. Yes, (laughs) and he has a kid, and it's, yeah, his wife passed away. He's a widow. Um in 2017 what was it or 2016 I don't know it was a couple years ago obviously and I think it's actually really brave of him for his first like I don't know big like dating experience and he's like ready to find his person again and I'm sure maybe he's been on like obviously 
figured out he was ready to date again but like it's really bold of him to like come on a dating show and kind of I don't know put his heart out there in that way so I'm like wow you're brave dude (laughs) yeah props to him I feel like they clicked super well in their date too Mm -hmm. they're probably like my top two favorite really because I don't know like he's just I don't know I love I think Greg I, I don't know they're kind of they both hold like an equal place in my eyes right now with like how great they are I don't know (laughs) yeah and another guy that she really likes I think but hasn't had a one-on-one with is Connor B the guy that dressed up as the cat (laughs) oh yeah Uh uh-huh yeah oh my gosh (laughs) they have a connection like but it was odd when I saw him as the cat but I feel like she really appreciated it yeah, she's kind of, like, quirky, like, she likes that stuff, just being funny and, like, lighthearted, and all the guys were, like, oh, like, who would ever do that, like, that's such a bad idea, and she actually, like, really loved it, and I think he was one of her first kisses that night, too, because <laughs> they, like, made out, <laughs> it wasn't even, like, anything light, like, they straight up made out while he was, like, in his cat costume. <laughs> uh, Connor was the one that they were making fun of him, because he, like, grabbed her head, uh-huh with those cat pods yeah and I think she got she got like some face paint on her face pretty funny no I thought it was cute though I thought they I I really like him I think he's I think once he gets a chance to kind of have a place and like front of the camera that he'll probably become a fan favorite because he just seems kind of genuine and really sweet yeah he seems really likable yeah no but yeah I just Who's your favorite guy, Maria? I can't, mm-hmm. I can't even decide right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I really like Greg and Michael, but I feel like those are the ones we know the best. I guess out of the ones we don't really know much about yet, I kind of like... I like Andrew S. He's mm-hmm. really sweet. And I actually... I like Mike, too. He's yeah, me too. That's what I was going to say. Those He's are the other two that I really like that they haven't really talked a lot about, but I feel like they seem like really nice guys. Right. Oh, wait, was that another group date when they had to talk about um, the bedroom and why they'd be a good lover? Oh, yeah. So that's like Mike, that's when I like Mike kind of, I think that was the first week he kind of, that's how he got introduced, but they haven't really touched on him again, but he's the one that's a virgin and he's saving himself. And he actually like wrote a really sweet poem about like what saving himself for his future wife means to him. And she like got all emotional. And so I do feel like they will have a good connection Mm -hmm. once they kind of get some time, but I don't think he's much of a drama guy. That's what you'll find in the bachelor series is I don't think you, they, a lot of times, sometimes it sneaks up on you who they connect with if they're not, like, pure, like, I don't know, in the drama. And then all of a sudden, like, they have, you see this, these people with this great connection with the, them, with the host, or not with the host, but the um, bachelor, bachelorette. And you're like, what the heck? Where did that come from? And it's just because, I don't know, they, they obviously, like, it's reality television show. Like, they want to show you the drama, so. <laughs> I feel like that kind of happened with Tasia and Zach. Because he wasn't much drama either. So he was just skating through. And then at the end, when things were getting serious, they brought him up a little more. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, he wasn't full of drama either. No, he was super just grounded. So, and I feel like that's the first, like, I feel like the first four to five weeks, like, once they get down to, like, I would say, like, 10 guys or less is when, like, 
the drama kind of coverage stops and you actually start getting to know like the relationships because there's getting like less and less people so I feel like the first bit of the show is all about oh who's the bad guy like what's the drama like we all love the tea but then it gets into like the serious stuff and you start learning about the contestants that are actual like practical options for for them so exactly exactly yeah I would say I really really like Greg I think he's my favorite just because I don't know and like he comforts her I don't know they have like a really sweet vibe when they're together they're just very sweet to each other and I just love it I can't wait to see her with like more of the guys on more one-on-ones with more time I'm just excited I really like her oh yeah me too I think she's doing a great job yeah me too so what do you think of the new like the new guy they're bringing on oh yes so they're bringing on Blake and he's also from Tasia's season I really liked Blake um I thought he was really really funny sometimes the guys I think from what I can remember kind of gave him a hard time because he had a shoulder injury at the time and he didn't want to like he actually like stood down on wrestling like because they did like kind of a test like boxing wrestling match thing mm-hmm. on one of the group dates like I vividly remember them kind of giving him a hard time like I don't know what some one of the guys that probably wasn't very nice obviously was like kind of being rude about him stepping down and just saying like mean demeaning things like oh is that manly or you know kind of crap like that you're just like come on cut it out but um I thought he was really really funny and kind of I don't know he's not like I wouldn't say he's like necessarily so like out there with sex positive but he's very comfortable with himself like a lot of I don't know he'd make him and Tasia would make a lot of like not like sexual jokes but like I don't know (laughs) if you watch their dates he's very comfortable with himself like even when um when so basically in this past episode they brought Blake in and they actually took um Katie separate like I don't know on a day she wasn't with the guys and they talked just together so the guys don't know yet that he's coming in which I really like because last season with Matt they brought Heather in during like a cocktail party and it just like blew up and everybody was really really mean to her so I feel like the way they're bringing Blake in is more subtle so that like they basically are giving Katie the choice to whether to enter him to the house or not which I really really like but when she like went to go make her final decision he was like naked so (laughs) and I thought she just for her I think she probably thought that was hilarious just because I don't know she's not afraid of that stuff so (laughs) yeah I thought that was really funny too I feel like that's gonna stir up a lot of drama and I feel like he kind of enjoys drama a little bit yeah he does he is like uh, I'm trying to remember the drama from Tasia's I feel like he can get kind of not like aggressive but also like that I don't know you know what I'm saying like like he's not afraid to say what he wants yeah which yeah which can be bad yeah so I think it'll be good for the show to add some drama I guess (laughs) yeah but I did think that they had like kind of a possible connection and that's the other good thing so basically this past week at the cocktail party she did end up sending Thomas home and I I really commend her for the way that she did it like sent him back she was very spicy so like she called Thomas's name and he came up and like he thought he was going to get a rose and then like it was the very last rose on the table and she ended up stepping back and like basically calling him out on his crap 
which I mean, she might regret doing later, but it was a power move. And I commend Katie for at least like feeling like if she felt like she was manipulated, she, she stood up for herself, which I really like kind of, sometimes they just kind of lead quietly. So, you know, she shared how she felt with how Thomas treated her, which I thought was um, very good. I think it's good for people to know even if they didn't intentionally make want to make you feel like a certain way, I think it's good to communicate that so that they can kind of like understand, you know, oh, when I say this, this is how somebody makes me feel. But basically she left that rose for Blake. So it's not like they're adding any more people onto the house. Cause that was the big thing about the last couple of seasons is them bringing like six new people. Yeah. I, yeah. I liked how they did this. I feel like maybe they're trying to revamp bachelor making it a little less, only drama filled but thinking about the contestants and the love a little more Mm -hmm. which I really liked yeah I think so I I think it's a good thing it's feels more well balanced this season so far and I think Katie hopefully will set the mood for like the seasons on you know what I mean about it being not about I don't know not about like world not about politics not about you know the drama not about I don't know just you know oh who can I get with kind of vibes I don't know and and all seriousness and actually wanting to get engaged and wanting a like a life-term partner out of the show and just putting I guess that more mature audience back into the show yeah so I hopefully it'll set the tone let's help (laughs) because I don't know I I like seeing the people that are ready to commit just because that's the purpose of the bachelor bachelor is for those committed relationships if it was a, like a loose dating show i would totally be okay with just you know whatever happens happens but it's always so sad when people kind of like get engaged and then basically a month later after the show they actually like end it and you're just like okay well what was the point of you you know i don't know doing this <laughs> and then it just seems seems like feels less genuine of an experience to watch yeah i agree I I always love Bachelor, but I feel like the last few have been a little too crazy, like adding in all those people and such. So I kind of like the way they're going. I always love Bachelor in Paradise, though. Yes, that's my favorite. I'm really excited for that. That comes out August. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So yeah, the Bachelor in Paradise is always nice just because multiple couples can like form. And it's just, I don't know. Yeah, you can kind of try different people (laughs) I don't know well and I feel like Bachelor in Paradise is actually that version of the Bachelor and Bachelorette that is a little bit more loosey-goosey and I don't mind a younger a younger like contestants on the show because you're not necessarily always expecting the Bachelor Paradise couples to work out I feel like it's more about like the drama and like new people entering oh who's gonna stay with who kind of thing yeah it's kind of fun I don't know I like it it's funny I it, and they just lay about the beach and drink and <laughs> have a vacation I mean hey at least if you go on you know at least you get a vacation if something doesn't work out <laughs> that's the biggest thing and they hopefully will be able to actually they should be able to do it in Mexico right yeah I think so yeah I think so yeah, I'm not sure where they're holding it um I'm looking it up right now, and it says, it doesn't really say exactly. Because don't they normally have, like, a private island or resort that they, like, 
you know, kind of like the house or the the bachelor mansion. You know what I mean? I felt like they had, because it's the same every year. At least in the past, like it's the same kind of like beach or whatever. So, yeah, it's I, probably the same location. Yeah, I just think with COVID restrictions, I don't think because Mexico was kind of like always like that. That was one of the first places internationally to open up. Um, but I feel like a big reason they didn't do it last year was just because of like the scheduling of filming and you know what I mean because once they got kind of behind then things had to shift a ton yeah but I'm yeah. excited me too it'll be a lot of fun I cannot wait but that's what's happened so far on Katie's season I definitely recommend if you haven't watched it yet to start watching soon and catch yourself up catch yourself up I had to me and Brandon had to watch the first three weeks all at once so <laughs> but it was kind of fun because we got to binge it so because we weren't sure about if we were going to want to watch it or not but then we got hooked because we love Katie so yeah binging is always fun <laughs> yeah definitely watch it I don't know if there's anything else that's happened so far that I can think of that we didn't touch on so I think we pretty much got the gist I think there's 15 guys left mm-hmm. yeah and we if you do want to go back and watch, like, we may have spoiled a few of the drama things, but, like, we didn't go into detail, so I think it would be a lot of fun to actually watch it yourself and decide for yourself whose side you're on. And there's, like, many things we didn't add just because you can't add everything. You should watch right, it. A lot goes on. <laughs> a lot goes on. I think the we touched on the biggest topic, which was Thomas, who she did send end up sending home. So, Yeah. I mean, and, and as you watch the show, just remember people are people and, you know, sometimes you say things you regret. We've all done that. Yeah, they're just on camera. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Except it's just happening on camera or it could be cut to make them seem worse than a person they are. It's happened before. Like there's plenty of people who were the kind of like the bad guys on seasons that I follow and they're actually really great people so don't judge Thomas too harshly I don't think he was meant for Katie and I think he learned probably learned a lot from his experience but um don't I don't know don't go savage on him (laughs) exactly we don't promote hate (laughs) no we want the love it's all about love and yeah I, I do I will say I do hope that the guys from here on out kind of let Katie tread the waters herself and figure kind of yeah, like, if you have beef with one of the guys, like, I don't think there's a point to bring it up to Katie. Yeah, like, exactly. I, yeah, at this point, I think all the guys are really good. Mm-hmm. Some of them may just be insecure and have beef with guys, so in their head they might think they're bad, but I feel like it should be Katie's decision. Right, it's all perspective, and I would I will agree that I do feel like the house just made it, like, they keep making mutual decisions, and then that person gets booted out, and I'm like, it's not a sorority, you guys. <laughs> Hopefully, with Blake, they learn that they can't do that, and then they stop that annoying pattern. Yeah, and with Blake, I do hope that, I don't know, I hope it turns out to be a good thing for him to be there. I feel like, I don't know, I like that he has a stash back with his mustache, because, or with not with his mustache, but his mustache back with his beard, because on Tasia's season, he had it, like, shaved off and it was just like the lower part of the beard I don't know if you remember but it made him look like uh it made him have you ever seen like uh what is it called um it's a dreamwork film I think aliens versus monsters oh Oh, monsters versus aliens yeah you know the little like um the little 
reptile guy. Like the you know, like the water guy. Like he's not. He doesn't look human. Oh it's, yeah. He's like I don't know what he like resembles, but mm -hmm. he like reminds me. Of <laughs> he reminds me because I saw a meme about this. He reminds me of the tiger from Madagascar. Oh yeah, true. And this and the second one, right? Yeah. <laughs> one. <laughs> I just looked up the alien you're talking about too, and I can kind of see it. So I guess he's <laughs> like a cartoon character. <laughs> Yeah, he does look like every cartoon. Oh, another one, Courtney. So you remember Courtney? And Tate and it's in the recent season. He's like tall. Yeah. He look he reminds me of the um zebra in Madagascar. Pick it up. Okay, let me see. Courtney. Marty. And Courtney was in, he's in, um... He's in Katie's, he's in this current season. He just got sent home, though, right? Uh, no, he got, no, he got a rose. He thought oh. he was going to, but he did get a rose. Oh, yeah, I kind of see it. It's the smile. Yep. <laughs> so that's, like, I don't know. That's another fun thing to do, is you kind of can match the contestants to, like, uh, cartoon characters. There's always memes and scroll. I forget Greg's been in one, but... And they've also compared them to, like, celebrities sometimes, too, which is always funny. Yeah, well, just for fun, like, if they're on the show, they're going to get a lot of good things from it. They can handle being compared to a cartoon. <laughs> right, exactly. Because if you do on the show, that, that is a well-known thing. You're probably going to end up getting a following. Because I feel like somebody always likes somebody in the show. So, Mike, at least they get that out of it, right? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Well, thank you guys all for listening today. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun chatting about The Bachelorette. Yeah, it's so fun. We love it. Sorry if I talked a lot. I love The Bachelorette. <laughs> uh, it's fun, though. I love it. And we'd love to hear what you guys think, whose side you're on, what contestants are your favorite, and who you think she'll choose. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.